your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. Now then, Malaysia, China and the United States. What's going on with this intriguing trilateral relationship? We recently on the show were looking closely at the Philippines in place of Malaysia uh, in a separate trio. But uh, Malaysia is equally deserving of attention with the apparent cooling of relations with the US and warming of ties, conversely, with China. Ms. Bridget Welch, Senior Research Associate at the Centre for East Asia Democratic Studies of the National Taiwan University, joins us on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. So, where you are based, you are uh, in Taiwan, closely related to this South China Sea dispute. Uh, Malaysia and the Philippines, two other key nations, though, uh, and it's very much in China's favour, isn't it, to have them on side? Absolutely. Geostrategically, uh, both of those countries have been seen as being opposing China's interests in the South China Sea. Uh, the Philippines, of course, took the, China to court, um, and the Malaysians have been leading the uh, efforts in ASEAN to basically ask for a code of conduct and actually uh, uh, to prevent China's encroachment into the area. So these particular maneuvers um, in the last uh, few months represent very strategic advances for China's uh, interest in this region. Yeah, from uh, Philippines President Rodrigo Duterte, it was very much an us-versus-them mentality. Quite astonishing. What about Malaysian Prime Minister Najib Razak? What's his stance been? Well, I think his stance is somewhat different. He'd like to have his cake and eat it, too. He'd like to have both sides on uh, on board. Uh, but he wants to use this relationship very geostrategically. Uh, a lot of this has been driven by domestic considerations in Malaysia, uh, particularly financial concerns in the, uh, with the budget in Malaysia. Najib needs money, and he's going to China to make a deal. His foreign policy is very much about let's make a deal politics, and he's using the relationship, the, uh, the, car, the dynamic between the U.S. and China to his strategic advantage. So what deal has Malaysia actually done with China, then, to benefit them? Well, it's actually many deals. Um, the main deal that people talk about is the, the naval deal, which is basically uh, the literal uh, mission ships that have actually been purchased, four of them. Uh, but, in fact, we're talking about multi-billion multi dollars um, uh, that involve infrastructure, uh, business relations, business uh, investment inside Malaysia for, uh, by Chinese uh, companies, as well as a defense deal. Um, and so, for example, one of those deals involves almost $55 billion um, uh, in terms of investment into infrastructure. So the total amount is, is actually uh, very, very large. And what this allows, uh, in the context of Malaysia, is that it allows Najib to have access funds. Uh, and, of course, uh, he's been in a very poor financial position with a very high levels of debt uh, because of his mismanagement of finances associated with the 1MDB scandal. So we're seeing this as a kind of financial relationship as well as a geostrategic dynamic. And on the other hand, relations with the U.S. have been cooling, we said. So exactly how has that been happening? Well, I think these things are related. 
the, one of the domestic dynamics at the, at the core of this involves the management of the 1MDB scandal, which involved uh, uh, almost $3 billion U.S. dollars uh, uh, and $2.6 billion uh, 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 um, debt issues and mismanagement. And the U.S. Invest, has began an investigation of this because it involved embezzlement, money laundering, um, uh, other problems in terms of uh, management of funds um, across borders. And the U.S. is trying to recover um, at least $1 billion of those assets. And so it's begun this investigation uh, over a process of years that this was announced um, in the last year. And, and of course, Najib is not named directly, but he is named indirectly as MO1. Um, and uh, Malaysian official number one, and implicitly this is seen as him, and his stepson is part of this particular investigation. So this has definitely sent a chill uh, because it's, it's, it seemed to violate the trust and all the dynamics and effort that Najib has put into ruling Washington and vice versa. Uh, and so this has been a, a ongoing uh, process where, the, where Malaysia feels that they can no longer trust America, um, and uh, as a consequence, we see the move towards China as resulting. And, and one has to understand that the Chinese are helping Najib to manage the problems that have come from 1MDB, and this involves his own political survival by mm. providing resources to jumpstart the economy and, and, and as at the same time to basically provide funds for him to basically manage the patronage system that works within the Malaysian political context. Everything is about making deals and, 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 and finances, and China is basically providing the oil and the revenues in order for this to happen and, and basically assure Malaysia's survival. It's just not surprising that Najib is basically lauding this visit because he basically sees this as, as his safety line for his political um, future. Yeah, and then with the Philippines case, what happened was, of course, the U.S. Um, was not particularly positive in its assessment of Rodrigo Duterte's drugs crackdown. Has uh, the Barack Obama administration overestimated the power that it has to uh, have its say on, on affairs in these countries? Absolutely. I think the, the Obama administration has made three, geos, three strategic mistakes. First, they have focused heavily on elites. So the relationship between uh, uh, Obama and Aquino, Obama and Najib, has been personal, and, and as a consequence, you have there's been a lack of depth in the in the, in the in the relationship. So when those elites change colors, as Najib has, uh, then of course the the, you know, the U.S. is actually in a difficult, very difficult position. The second dynamic is that the the U.S. has basically uh, promised the, the Trans-Pacific Partnership uh, for countries like Malaysia, and there has not been any delivery. Uh, and, and it's been a very narrow pivot in terms of focusing on economic dimensions with nothing that is seen from the context of four other players in the context of Malaysia. Uh, and, and this has actually basically had an impact because it, it basically limits the depth, mm -hmm. depth of, the, of the interaction. And finally, I think the United States has focused on, on working with ASEAN, and ASEAN is, is a non-functioning organization from the perspective of its relationship with China. Uh, it's very divided, and so you're working through an entity um, in a way that's actually not necessarily uh, building traction. And so what we see is a pivot that's actually uh, not seen as having very significant depth. 
and uh, and, the, and it's not seen as looking at the aspirations and considerations of Southeast Asians. The Southeast Asians fully understand that the pivot is about China. It's not about Southeast Asia. Yeah. And so Southeast Asians are using that to their advantage and, and acting very strategically. Uh, and basically, uh, the U.S. is in a losing and, and a declining power position. Yeah, well, meanwhile... Uh, Countries already firmly aligned with the U.S., like South Korea and, and Japan, with all our U.S. boots on the ground here. How should we be feeling about this, with Chinese artificial islands spring up in the South China Sea, and suddenly these parties that were supposed to be holding China to account falling in line with Beijing? Well, I think, you know, the reality is that China is using its, its economic power uh, in the region to its advantage. And it's putting money on the table, and this is very attractive, and especially in an economic conditions now of, of slow economic growth and contraction. And so there is a, a situation where um, <clears throat> there, this particular type of strategy is being very is very effective, and it and it is also being backed up by basically the threat of economic sanctions in the sense that people, that that you will be not part of the process if you don't play ball. Uh, and this is something is very is is actually very significant for both South Korea and Japan. Uh, they have a very different relationship because the strategic rela- dynamics and the security concerns are much closer to home mm. and have been for and they have a different history uh, in in relationship to the allied relationship with the United States as well as with um, uh, the, with China itself. I think the alliances with the United States are stronger. But I, my, my projection is that they are going to face increasing tension because uh, there is a recognition that China is at, that the fulcrum of power is shifting in the region as a whole. And, uh, and unless the, uh, the United States makes some very significant shifts in their policy, uh, which where the, the pivot is actually seen as having some much more depth and much more interaction and much more closely aligned to the interests of countries that, uh, that as opposed to seeing it to be the interests of U.S. Mm. business, uh, then we're going to have um, uh, some very hard decisions for both South, South Korea and Japan ahead. Well, especially if a left-leaning administration was to come in here, yes, there might be a deeper relationship there, but it certainly will ramp up the, the pressure. Ms. Welsh, thank you so much for joining us and giving us a, a frank assessment of those recent developments with Malaysia and the Philippines. You're welcome. Ms. Bridget Welsh, Senior Research Associate from National Taiwan University. Are you greatly concerned about the future of the U.S. pivot to Asia and where that leaves us here in South Korea? You can text us your answer, pound a sharp 1013 for 51 per message. Tweet us right now as well, at EFM this morning.